Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pushing the Edges podcast. Your host here, Robert Rain. Man, so just had a lot of thoughts lately around this whole food thing, and I feel like a lot of the times, like when I speak or I think about wanting to speak about it or go public with talking about the things that I've come into knowing and come into learning, like these last. I don't know, since 2013, so basically like 10 years of just this asinine, ridiculous thought that people just keep thinking, and like when I talk like this, I feel like it just comes off harsh, and if you take it personally, I guess that's on you, because like I've had to be harsh on myself, like the way that you feel or hear me talking is like, almost the way I've had, I've internally talked to myself about how I've had to overcome certain addictions and overcome a paradigm of my own mind shift to get out of the, the culture of what I used to be in when it came to food and stuff. So I just get really like, I've been in so many conversations over the last 12 years when I, since I've become more aware and uh, health conscious about stuff that we are literally eating, people are literally eating themselves to death and they just think that it's a genetic predisposition. And I've followed a lot of doctors and other experts that have been in the medical industry and, you know, they get turned on by their colleagues because they basically have gone rogue in the medical industry's field when they're talking about diet and lifestyle. And the allopathic world don't doesn't want to mention diet and lifestyle to people because they know it's too hard. They know people, Americans especially, are too addicted to all this stuff. So there's more money into selling pills into people than there is to try to help somebody actually get healthy. And it's it just drives me nuts now to the point where people are going to blame their like heritage or their... Um, genetic predisposition on their high cholesterol, high blood pressure. No, you have those things because of your diet and lifestyle. Like plain and simple, like statistics show that only 3% of people that have diabetes or these autoimmune diseases, I mean, I'm speaking type two diabetes when I say that, and these autoimmune diseases and obesity and morbidly obese and overweight, like all that stuff is caused by diet and lifestyle. And I'm just going to keep saying it until like you're sick of hearing it because man, I just keep going round and round in my head. Like 3% of people only have the, the genetic predisposition to these diseases, right? The other 97% of people literally are, are, killing themselves by their own hand. It's the sugar, it's the food, and nobody wants to address it. Like, I mean, there's so many dyes in everything, and there's so much sugar in everything. And you see kids now that are four, five, six, seven, eight years old that are just, just fat. (laughs) I mean, just overweight. And these kids are probably eating 300, 350 grams of sugar a day. And here like we have a we have a a generation of kids now that statistically has been proven and going to show that they're not even going to live longer than their parents or their grandparents for this case like we have 
25, 28, 29-year-olds having open-heart surgery. All because people can't get it together and watch and control what they put in their mouth. And I'm just tired of being in conversations where I hear people just say like, well, yeah, my doctor has me on this and my doctor has me on that. And it's like, you're not going to get any better. Like, the only options you have further down the road when you go to your oncologist appointment is surgery, radiation, and chemo. Those are the only three options for you. And if you go in there and you bring up vitamin C therapy or you bring up juicing or you bring up, you know, coffee enemas or like all these natural things and ways to like lose weight or lower blood pressure or lower cholesterol and all this stuff, right? They'll, they'll basically just look at you like the fluoride stare. You have these, these, these doctors that have gone to school for years and years and years and years that everybody just perceives like the white coat syndrome that they're just so smart and they're so elite and they're so prestigious. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that they're good people. And the sad part is, is I know a lot of these oncologists know better but yet it's their livelihood and they keep telling people to just keep taking these drugs. Just do their treatments, even though 85% of them wouldn't suggest the same treatments to their, to their family members, themselves, or loved ones that they give their patients every single day. And that's, that's, that's the truth. And I get upset too, like when my kids are always craving certain things and I'm just like and you know I get upset with myself because it's like I'm still trying to get out of you know sugar is so addictive like we all know this and if you don't know this you should know this I'm like I'm almost not sorry about my tone anymore because it's so frustrating like sugar is more addictive than cocaine and heroin like they've proved this in rat studies Rats would walk over electrical grids just to get to sugar water over cocaine. Like, and you see all these, all this facade of like gushers and fruit roll-ups and all this crap, hostesses and little Debbies. Like, it's it just appealing to kids. And then we have kids just getting fatter and fatter and sicker and sicker. And in my opinion, dumber and dumber because of the brain fog that goes along with all the sugar and aspartame and the dyes that they're consuming on a regular daily basis. And the parents, and like, that's the thing, the parents don't even know. The parents don't even realize. And that's the sad part, is that the food industry is just literally doing what they want without any government, without any regulation whatsoever most of the time. And people are just consuming stuff and they think it's food, but... We're consuming more food-like products than we are actually food anymore. I mean, people are supposed to be an average person, minimum, supposed to be eating seven to eight servings of fruits and vegetables a day. The average American barely gets two. But the average American takes in nine to 12 extra teaspoons of sugar on top of the daily recommended of 25 grams a day. And some people are taking in 20 to maybe 50 tablespoons. Like Americans are eating 157 pounds of sugar a year. Back in the 50s, 
Americans were eating a half a pound of sugar per year. And like stuff I've posted all over my Facebook sometimes, like it's not our genetics that are changing. It's the things that our people are eating and the way our food industry is changing. That's it. And I'm just so fed up with people playing the victim over what they can't and cannot stop putting in their face in their pie hole. And like, I know it sounds horrible, but, and then sometimes I do these podcasts and I think to myself, like, am I really going to post this? And it's like, yeah, yeah, Robert, you are. <laughs> because like today I was in, in the grocery store. I've taken so many pictures of labels and ingredients and sugar contents. Like the sugar content for one Oreo cookie, that's a cookies and cream. One cookie is 10 grams. So with just two cookies, two Oreo cookies and cream Oreos, you've taken in over 95% of your recommended daily value of sugar. Now think you can't have any other sugar than that. And no one's going to eat salads, just plain leafy greens without like any salad dressing or any croutons for that matter. I do. I'll sit there and eat eight ounces of leafy greens just plain. Just mow them down. Or an entire three cup jar of alfalfa spouts. And it just keeps me and myself myself in integrity because it's like, all right, Robert, if I'm going to sit here and, you know, preach, then I better practice what I'm preaching. And it puts me in check. It, it keeps me accountable to myself. Because I was that person that was 65 pounds overweight. I was that person that was, I would tell people like back, I don't know, maybe 2012, 2013, I'd be like, yeah, I got to lose like 65 pounds. And they looked at me, they're like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I got to lose 65 pounds. I'm like, I'm, I'm on borderline like, oh, obese, morbidly obese for like my age and my height. And they're like, well, you must carry it pretty well. It's like, I guess so. But like, still, I had 65 pounds to lose and I did it. I did it in like 11 months. And it was just from stop eating the crap that I thought was good for me. And a lot of that crap was cottage cheese. Like dairy, don't even like, let's get on dairy then. Dairy is like the worst thing you could be eating if you're a cancer patient. It's such bullshit that milk companies sit there and act like calcium. Everybody thinks, like, where do you get your calcium from? Oh, from milk. No. Like, you could eat cabbage and celery and romaine and spinach and arugula and get more calcium than you can with milk. Because dairy milk is leaching your your bone. Like, people that have osteoporosis and arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis, this is an inflammation issue. And dairy milk is extreme, dairy in general is extremely inflammatory. Take any forms of it. Milk, cheese, cottage cheese, yogurt. Yogurt's ridiculous with sugar too. People think, oh, I gotta get my yogurt. Some of yogurts have like 20 grams of sugar in a small six ounce, eight ounce cup. That's your daily that's your daily dose of sugar right there. You can't eat any more sugar all day, but people think, "Well, I'm getting good gut. Excuse me, I'm getting good gut health because I'm getting No, 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 no. <laughs> Dairy, yogurt is the crappiest thing that you probably could be eating.
if you want to get good probiotics in. I mean, goodness gracious. America's got a lot of waking up to do when it comes to, like, we're like 68th in overall health. We have the, like, I, I get tired of hearing people say, like, we have the greatest healthcare system. No, we have the greatest disease management and death care system is what we have that keeps feeding people through the revolving door of sickness to get on another pill, to get on another pill. I had a conversation with a person the other day. They're like, yeah, I'm on a ton of medications. And I was like, what do you mean? How much is a ton? They're like, yeah, I'm on seven prescription drugs. And I'm on this one to, to combat this. And I'm on this one to help relieve the side effect of this one and blah, blah, blah. It's like, if you if you can keep all that, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself like, holy cow. And I'll, I'll have a conversation about water with them. And just the concept of water just goes over their their head. And I think to myself, like, I can't, I couldn't even keep this straight on a daily basis, especially with older people that have dementia or um, on signs of onset dementia that are sitting there trying to take seven different medications a day. Like, how can you keep, in my mind, I'm thinking, how can you keep that straight? And that that's their day. They go to appointment, they come home, they get this, they go to the, the, um, the pharmacy and fill their script and like it's just mind-numbing like just ridiculousness to me that this is where we're at in this country still but yet here I am labeled as this like extremist when it comes to food or this conspiracy theory when it comes to Monsanto like poisoning all our land and Bill Gates freaking owning tons of farmland that's is genetically modifying everything like over time over time we are going to genetically modify our our cells our dna if we keep eating all this bullshit and like i i seen captain crunch um captain what was it captain crunch uh syrup the other day and then today i seen a fruity pebble syrup dies after dies after dies and I'm I heard one lady on fed up say you might as well just be lighting up your kid a cigarette and I thought one time I heard that back in like 2013 when I watched that video that documentary and I thought that was extreme when she said that but now here 12 years later 10 I mean 10 years later I'm like holy cow like yeah you might as well be just giving your kid a pack of cigarettes and be like here you go it's no different and parents are just oblivious to it, wondering why their kids are sick all the time, wondering why they have all these gut issues, wondering why this and wondering why that. Well, shit, when they're eating 150 grams of sugar a day and they're irritable all the time, they're just craving sugar. And the minute they get a, a sucker or whatever else, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have to have this conversation with my kids almost on a weekly basis. Like I get tired of it. Until I'm blue in the face about it. And they're sick of hearing it too. But it's like, you guys are being conditioned to just like, have your your taste buds being taken over. And you have no willpower about it. And believe me, I, I can attest to the willpower thing. This last several months, it's been difficult. Walking into the store and being like, oh, get some peanut butter cookies or this or that. It's like, and then I got to tell myself, no, Robert, like, you're not going to be a victim to that. You're not going to be another statistic that's just going to go in there and buy this bullshit that 
you know is bad for you and you're going to support a company that you don't want to support. But yet, sometimes I'm looked at like, well, and that's the other thing, like people supporting all these companies that they have no idea what they're supporting and just buying it and buying it and buying it. But yet, here I am, an independent distributor of multiple products, and then I'm looked at like, oh, you're just a multi-level marketer. I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired of hearing people say that or be offended by me or um, back away from what it is that me and my wife are offering to people. It just gets ridiculous to the point where, you know what, and having family members be pushed away from us because we decided to have to like literally do a 180 on our lifestyle and how we treated things and the remedies that we did like and have everybody just ostracize us basically because we're too extreme man i'll never what remember what uh dr caldwell esselstein said he was a uh he's a he was a famous cardiothoracic surgeon and he said that's it. Like when people say that's extreme to change your diet and do this, like that's extreme to be just eating plants and whole base foods and, you know, just a little bit of meat here and there. You know, you know what's extreme is taking a 20 year old who should be at the peak of his health and his life and taking him into an OR and cutting up his femoral artery or his femur, his leg, his thigh, taking out veins cracking open his entire chest, stopping his heart, and then doing a double or triple or quadruple bypass because they can't stop eating sugar and high saturated fat meats and stuff like that. And then close them back up and then, no, that's extreme. But then everybody looks at like, oh, they got to go in and have open heart surgery. Oh, it feels so bad for you. No, complete, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that sucks. But completely preventable. And people, like like I said, Americans are literally killing themselves by their own hand. And nobody wants to even bat an eye at it. And then when you sound like me saying this stuff, it's like, oh, you don't have a heart. You don't have a, a conscience or you don't have any empathy around it. No, I do because I was that person that if I kept going the way I was, I was going to be that person laying on that surgery table, not knowing any different, listening to a doctor tell me to do something to, sa- to save my life. Instead of someone, someone telling me, no, wake up, ding dong, like, and quit shoving sugar in your face. My, uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, well, for right now, that segment, I wanted to keep it, Ooh keep it under 20 minutes so that's segment one like this is i'm just gonna keep going around abouts with like bits of information that just come to my mind like talks with robert so anyways thanks for joining pushing the edges podcast with robert rain here and you know i support king and water and if you want to look at a way to actually like get healthy Check out my website at www.kanganwaterinnovations.com. That's K-A-N-G-E-N innovations.com. Thanks, everybody.